Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Tandem Payments. If your small business accepts debit or credit cards, you may be paying too much in processing fees. Give friend of the program Evan Orvath a call with Tandem Payments. He'll be able to give you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right boys and girls episode 55 the black flag podcast coming at you uh it's the show where we do the alcohol stuff and talk about the race stuff not one ounce of alcohol no no, no 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 it's not <laughs> no. this week but uh or next week probably probably not yeah or, uh, and you i guess <laughs> all sorts of stuff to talk about uh uh, the hell of a weekend this past weekend uh boy was it brad uh brad became famous uh we did go-kart things a lot of heat race wins uh bobby and i oh my uh, god a ton of heat race wins <laughs> yeah all sorts of stuff uh episode 55 though, bobby and i as in charlie and i got stalked on the internet yes that did happen bobby and i got stalked uh we'll we'll dive into all that a little bit and it's a loaded show this yeah week. we got all sorts of stuff but they drove, uh, someone drove a super modified at homestead miami speedway <laughs> Like, holy fuck. <laughs> Wild. The internet was lit with internet content for race cars this week. We got guys flying into pace cars. Uh, uh, just lug nuts to talk about. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, stay tuned. But again, episode 55. Well, stay tuned. You've made it this far. I think they're in it. Yeah, true. Uh, that's going to be. They're not going to tune out on a commercial They break. might. They, you never know. I always fast forward through the commercials. Same. So don't do that to us though. Tandem yeah. payments is great. Yeah, back in the tandem payment studio for the second or third week. Statement Pudio. Yeah, you get it. Uh, episode fifty-five though. That's the Square D Cup car. Every time I think of it, Airborne Eric Allen. Thought about that earlier this week, and Bobby and I are trying to figure out if he's fifty-five. Still not sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be I, the only reason <laughs> I think he was fifty-five is because Evan Boyer was already fifty-six, so he changed his number. But makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, Brian Vickers and Michael yeah. Waltrip. Yeah. We Tony, actually just did a Tony Ricky. I said I wasn't going to talk point. about this, but we just did a deep dive on the internet and found out that Robbie Gordon ran a Jim Beam Bush car once, number 55. We learned something today. I ran number 55 once. The last time I drove a go-kart in Atlantic City, it's number 55. For sure going to use my own picture. On nice. The write-up for this. Solid. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was number 55, uh, allegedly. Not from a racing family. Not from a racing nope. family, no. But uh, I didn't. I wasn't the one that said it. Talk about <laughs> that. Couldn't help myself. Uh, <laughs> something about that. Talk about that a little bit later, too. But uh, first things first, we're going to dive into our weekends. Bobby didn't go with us to the, the NASCARs. No, so I couldn't. What did Bobby do this We're weekend? way too busy at work. I couldn't take uh, this Saturday off. And next Saturday, I'm going to... The indoor race in Syracuse, New York, next weekend. This weekend uh, started out. I had I was on a I've been on a bender, like <laughs> fucking bad. Uh, started Thursday night. I went to Kane Brown um, at the Cross Insurance Civic Center in Portland. Not a big country music guy, but uh, Kane Brown, hell of a show. Uh, dude definitely puts on. Um, it was him, Russell Dickerson, Chris Lane. Didn't know who those two slap dicks were, and um, come to find out, they got a lot of pop country songs that I have heard before. And could sing along while I was 19 Bud Lights deep. Uh, so that was a good time. One of the cool parts about the show um, was there was an opening act, something road, Russell Road. I don't know. It was like, they looked like the Jonas Brothers singing country. Uh, 
it was them and then like i said chris lane and russell dickerson well during his own set like kane set he brought everybody back out and did a song with all of them and like which is cool you don't normally see that you know it's no. interesting yeah yeah i've never seen How, it so that was cool been like four concerts but, but <laughs> one of my one of my biggest flaws as a human is i love live music i love concerts i love all that kind of stuff and i don't go to any of them no i go yeah. like maybe one concert a year you, so you'd rather just listen to live music on your phone well i just don't be at the live music <laughs> no, no 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 I, I would love to do these concerts and uh, things but it's like saturday night in july drive oh, to yeah. bangor to go to a country show or go race my car i'm gonna go race my car 10 out of 10 times but every time yeah every time yeah, yeah. but no Kane brown was fun um so friday night uh was way too tired to do anything and uh, ended up going to Pat's with uh, my cousin Kevin and, and my buddy Brandon Ingalls. And he just nonchalantly, my cousin Kev, he goes, uh, we were like inseparable in high school. We were three best friends that anybody, that anybody could ever have. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we've been there for 45 minutes. We're drinking beers. And my cousin Kev goes, so Brandon, how's Rachel? You know, Brandon's wife. And he goes, oh, you know, she's good, you know, whatever, and pregnant. And, you know, we're like, what? <laughs> Go back a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, how do you just nonchalantly just drop that one on us? And uh, so congrats to them. Um, congrats on the sex. I wouldn't have told that story if I didn't see on the way here that they finally announced it on the interwebs. So uh, so then uh, I was it. I was done. I was ready to go to bed. And then friend of the program, Spencer Morris, and his lady friend, um, Hannah, were going to the Brunswick, with, which is where Charlie and Rusty was at. So I said, well, if you want, I wouldn't be upset if you picked me up on your way through Wyndham. <laughs> so I went with them, and uh, we had a pretty good time. This is where Charlie and I got stalked on the internet. Yeah, there was a <clears> – <throat> so the Brunswick, for those that don't know, are from the area. It's a, it's an Oceanside bar in Old Orchard Beach, Maine. That Pretty big bar. But it's it's a pretty large area. About and, the only, it's one of the only year-round bars in Old yeah, Orchard. You know, yeah, the, and the, it's right on the beach if you decide that, you know, beach, in the middle beach, of summer. Let's go get away. They say one thing the same. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so in the middle of the summer, if you decide that you don't want to be around all the humans and stuff, you can literally just walk <laughs> right out the gate onto the beach into the Atlantic Ocean if you feel like it. Uh, <laughs> and, Every um, time and, I've been to the Brunswick, <laughs> I've thought about that for a very long time. Uh, but, no, we, uh, we posted up in a spot up on uh, – the higher higher lover higher leveled bar uh on the dance floor and there was this i can't remember what holly heist I think uh, yeah i don't know what they are but they had a guy with a violin that fucking slapped yeah, he he ripped on this little violin up there and it was sick and they played a lot of uh the, all of their songs like their style was the same they all sounded yeah. the same but they played such a wide variety of music that it was yeah. pretty like we could go from like alan jackson to panic at the disco like in an instant like that it was it was kind of crazy, yeah. <laughs> and uh, typically, we knew every word to every song, so that was always it's always a plus yeah. when that happened. All but, the yelling. Uh, by the end of the evening, uh, while we were sitting up in our little area there, there was this one girl wearing a baseball hat. Just there was her and her friend. They just were kind of there, yep. and I noticed they kept looking over. Yep. And, and uh, I made eye contact with her no less than a thousand times because they were staring at us. Correct. Correct. So she uh, she asked Charlie. You know, hey, what's what's his name? And I hear, who, Bobby? Like, oh, <laughs> and, and that uh, was, mind you, that was the only information I gave her. Yeah. So she Bobby. she comes on. She's like, what's your name? I was like, my name is Bobby. And she's like, oh, my name is. I'm not gonna say it, but I'm like, oh, not, you know, that's cool. Not interested, but you know, appreciate it. Yeah. And I just walked back to you know whatever I was doing, and Charlie did like that's all the information Charlie gave her. 
I got a Facebook request no less than 10 minutes after the bar shut down. Charlie got a Facebook request <laughs> no less than 10 minutes after the bar shut down. It's like, what kind of information did you just like? I, I gave her the information because she came up to me. She said, hey, what's your name? I said, I'm Charlie. What's your friend's name? That's Bobby. That's it. Nothing else. Not <laughs> yeah. where are you from. Not what I was do wearing. Do? I was wearing a nine forty nine productions t shirt. Shout yep. out to Kyle and Connor. That's a very comfortable t shirt. <laughs> yep. So it's not like I was wearing I was, like we weren't wearing shirts with our own name on them. We no. were wearing hats with our race cars on them. To like be it, fair, never trust the guy who wears his own t shirt. Absolutely. To be uh, fair, it's not like your name's Mike. I mean Bobby. Bobby start... and Charlie though. Those yeah, are but you type fairly... those in on Facebook, and there's a million of us. Yeah, I've never typed a man. I've, I've been friends with you for a while, but I even, feel like you could even if you Brad. That well, I feel like those are three pretty generic white names that we have. Oh, very and, yeah, <laughs> very and, generic. But I, I, no, I don't know. That's like, that's the only information I have with Bobby and Charlie. Facebook's pretty creepy. I feel like you you know somehow you can search and just be like people around me within ten feet and name like, Charlie. Oh, there they are. There they are. Both of them. Yep. Well, it was weird anyway. Nonetheless, yeah, it was. It was. Um, if she's a listener, I'm sorry to put you on blast. I, I'm, I'm not. not I'm hope, not sorry. Hope she is. We need to boost those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, uh, if you yeah. didn't like this, just pretend you never heard it. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so that was Friday night. Saturday night, I think we, uh, you, know, you guys went and did go kart things. I worked all day. We went to Eric's church. So it was pretty mellow. Nothing really exciting there. And um, that then place fucking stinks. Today I, I worked some more, and then I watched some NASCAR, and now I'm here. So that's the end of my lame ass weekend. Solid. Yeah, so really excited for next weekend though. Looking forward to going to the Western Motor Ranch in Motel in Syracuse, New York. Gross. I think I caught Yikes. bedbugs just listening yeah. to you say that. <laughs> for the yeah. stark rate of forty nine ninety nine, you could stay there. Christ. I was what excited. I'm like, fuck. I'm used to going to Atlantic City where it's two hundred dollars a night yeah. to stay there. And then it's Saturday and it's like four hundred dollars a night. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. Matt's uh, two points out of the lead for the championship in the indoor midget series. They got a who's t- leading? Andy J. Of course he is. Andy Jankoya. They got like a double deal. Like there's a race Friday night and a race Saturday night. So one thing I I never noticed this until a picture was just put up uh, uh, from or about Andy Jankoyak. I think it was that he's leading the points. His number plate on the side is upside down. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't understand that. Hopefully, um, literally just hopefully by the end of the weekend, it'll be right side up and the rest of the car will be upside down. <laughs> it's a 57 X and it's just upside down. I was That's at a, a <laughs> I was at a modified race one time and Andy, Andy Jankoyak was driving the number 573 X modified. Ugh. It was oh, very <laughs> we touched on this My before God. when we were talking about you get three digits or a letter. Yeah, you don't both. get both. You don't both. get both. <laughs> And three digits is pushing it already yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah. Um, Unless you're Bob Weymouth, you don't get a three-digit number. Yeah, right. The, yeah. The, the 399. Uh, Bobby Weymouth. <laughs> it's not a, a top sum. It's a brand at this point. It yeah, is. It really is. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been racing legend cars since they were incepted 30 years ago. Yeah. Since Vietnam, I think. Uh, anyway, Saturday happened. And it did. It did. Bradley, myself, and Russell, and Amy piled in my Volkswagen and we drove south towards the NH1 Motorplex to go participate in the Stand Up to Cancer 100, the inaugural showing of it. Yes. And uh, we kind of cleaned up a little bit. Right, yeah. So <laughs> on the on the drive down... We, we were all... You guys were full- some heat race winning motherfuckers <laughs> from what I heard. We were all fully convinced that we weren't even going to make the show. Yes, and we're exactly. almost a little excited so that we could go home and like sleep. Yeah, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was so fucking exhausted because when I worked until like two in the morning and then you tell me I have to be in New Hampshire at eight, it's like, yeah, that's pushing it. Uh, yeah. So the whole drive down, we're just sitting there like, you know, 
it's going to be a real bummer when only one of us makes our race, right? <laughs> yeah. So we get in, we, we weigh ourselves. I, I weighed in at 189. Which, which that's heavy. I still For, don't understand how. Do, do you know what doesn't make sense? Is that I weighed in at 203 pounds. Well, your fucking shoes had lead in them. Apparently, yeah. I, it was wild. I got home and weighed in on my scale, and I was like 171. And I was like, I was I, like so my helmet and my fire suit are, what, 18 pounds, yeah. I guess? I, I was like 165 when I got home. I'm like, I didn't have 40 pounds of shit on me. Yeah. So that well, that was, was an advantage because you got put in the medium race. I did. Of the light. I did. Right. I did. Yeah. Uh, Some home cooking going on there. So yeah. good for Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the cutoff by apparently a little bit because I'm pretty sure I was the heaviest. In yeah. The light Brad division. was the fattest little kid. Yeah. I was on the pole. Sure. On the pole of heat one. And starting um, on the pole. Yeah. Brad Sassier. Which so, this is, I feel rude saying this because it's not like I raced for you. Like I drove your truck, but I saw a picture of you in a fire suit. I'm like, fucking Brad used to race. Yeah. Like yeah. it caught he me off guard. One, he looked reason. good. One or two Brad times. looked fucking good. <laughs> That's a nice had, fire suit. He had the flow yeah. going. He yes. had the nice Alpine stars. I told him I was going to fuck him. I, I, I Multiple times. I was, he had you raced for so little that your fire suit is still pristine. <laughs> I have a rash from walking around with my legs closed the whole time because I was afraid Charlie was just going to fucking bend me over. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I started on the pole of heat one, and basically everyone told me they're like, uh, if this goes anything like the ladies' race You're gonna from die. the night before, yeah, uh, make sure you pull those belts tight. Yeah, heard, and, heard uh, that was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, they're women, so right, <laughs> right, exactly. So, so, stupid woman. So, women, you get it. I, I, Plural, <laughs> all of them. Uh, so, I have raced one or two times, but and I, I when think, they put, oh, I yeah, think the sure. hardest part with your thing though is that you were literally the first yes. competitive anything of the day. Right. So we had. No idea what was going to happen, what it had been like, anything like that. So it was really a kind of a... I will say... A wild card. Was not thrilled with it. So <laughs> we, we have the driver's meeting, whatever, and uh, having raced a handful of times, I know when where the cones on the wall are, are the well, the, because they told us, are the restart box. So when you get there, you, you accelerate. So I'm... The I'm starting on the pole. I'm, you're you're I'm, the accelerator. I guy. am the accelerator. I set the pace. Correct. Uh, apparently not, because <laughs> the kid that was on the outside of me just went, and I was like, oh well, I guess we're doing this. And it was right out of like the last corner uh, corner before you get to the the straightaway. And luckily, I I think that I uh, looking at the heat race video, I think that I, I kind of snookered the kid behind. I was trying to. I was gonna brake check and then go. Oh, oh that's what that. You, you are well, such a piece of shit. Well, I know that. <laughs> We're racing go-karts. <laughs> Charity go-kart race. Everyone had just told care. me to make sure that I had my head screwed on tight because it's going to bounce down the fucking <laughs> rest of the racetrack. So I was going to try to just get a little bit of a shot going in turn one, and, and I still did. I kind of doored the the well doored i guess yeah doored the guy <laughs> you you hit him with the tugboat bumpers yeah. that are around those things I, I doored the kid going into into one a little bit and then i never saw another human for the rest of the race i just <laughs> i just kept going we i was out. completely fine and i i was running consistent like 26 twos and before we went charlie and i went like we talked about on the last show we went all last saturday yeah. i think sunday whatever whatever day we went ran like four or five races i never ran better than a 20 26 Seven, six, six or six, seven, seven, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I cut off like you know four About or five half a second. Yeah, right. First <laughs> yeah. time out. Yeah. yeah. So I, I felt pretty Put good the about old it. Hot lap tour. Yeah. I, I and I I had my GoPro on for the heat and I turned I you know 
got no footage because right. it, was just, <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> but um, you were the leader. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I got off the track. I felt pretty good about myself because then I was like, oh, the pressure's on well, Rusty the, and Charlie. And the, apparently the, there wasn't any. The, the best part about this, though, is that we we had kind of established our own little area on the, the fence there watching everything. And Nat, Dan Collins had showed up at this point. And Dan is. Yeah, vodka drinks <laughs> at the go-karts. Yeah, when, when Dan is around, everybody knows Dan is around. He has a very strong presence. <laughs> yes. 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 And uh, it, Brad had gone out and smoked everybody in his heat race, and he looked at Rusty and I. He's like, you guys are going to feel like pieces of shit when you don't win. And Brad <laughs> just did. We're like, yeah, you're right, for sure. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Rusty and I uh, ended up both being in the medium division, and – we were in separate heats. I was in the second heat and he was in the third or fourth. And, um, I started last in my heat. Oh my God. <laughs> Charlie's heat. <laughs> Char- I, he got I, the squirrel heat. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I had completely forgot that they printed off the pages. So I want to go see what, 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 how fast my laps were. So I, I look and Charlie is starting sixth or whatever, fifth yeah. or sixth. And I was like, oh, there's, I mean, Jesus, he's going to have his work cut out for him. Well, let's start name dropping the people in your heat. I don't know. I, yeah. I, was a, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. I think I had a doofily. There was oh, a doofily yeah, he races supers with me. Steve I knew doofily. the name. I didn't know why I knew yeah. the name. Yeah. Uh, there was, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. I didn't recognize a lot of people there. It was actually kind of cool for yeah, once. Yeah, I mean, you could be a complete, right. utter, oh, asshole. I almost just said the N-word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> The problem is, and everyone that's raced in their lifetime, I mean, I'm not racist, but everybody that's raced has called somebody they've raced with that yes. word before. Yes. And I just almost said it. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, uh, Tim. So I went to, yes. I went to go find my score sheet, and I look up and basically try... <laughs> Charlie started sixth, and out of turn two, Charlie was in the lead. Now. How did that happen? I didn't touch anybody. I really didn't. No, no. I, I don't think you did. For once. No, hey, hey, yeah. hey. Uh, no I, start, I I had watched everybody else because they had it set up where you took the green down the backstretch and you went through like nine corners before the race actually started at the start-finish line. So everybody would just rifle it off into the corner on the initial start, destroy everybody like a like a bowling ball. And then hopefully by the time you made it out of the S's, you had a giant lead, you know, once you took the green flag. And uh, I had kind of watched all that happen, and I wicked jumped the start from the back, and I passed two people before we even got to the flagger. And then everybody wrecked going into one, (laughs) and I didn't touch anybody, and I just went around all of them. So I within two corners, I went from last to first and led every lap of the heat race. (laughs) So um, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to post my heat race GoPro footage. I'm going to post Charlie's because I forgot that I have seen how he did that, and it was Does the footage contradict what he just said? No, not at all. He literally started. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. He hung back, and like by the time they got. (laughs) Thanks, Bobby. Thanks. (laughs) Appreciate that. Coming from the kid who 100% of his feature wins in stock cars have come on a complete nutter flukes <laughs> no like literally what he said when he hung back and like by the time he got to turn three he was already in third and he just got, went around every, yeah that's exactly what he's that's exactly what happened um but yeah no wild you you won your heat race I, you i don't think you led every every lap from then on yeah, right i led the, yeah, i led the every lap thing. yeah well, uh and then <laughs> then i get off the track and dan comes up to me he's like you should probably just sell your fucking sports series car and just <laughs> just do this <laughs> <laughs> i was like ouchie bro yeah. and then russell goes out he started 
on the pole at his heat too, I think. And then he, he led every lap and won it. And then Dan just, we all did very good. And Dan's right. making fun of us. He's like, you need to just stop racing, sell everything. We're going to buy a trailer. We're going to buy some go-karts. We're going to get some beer and we're going to go go-kart racing from here on out. And right. Joe, Joe won his heat race too. Was he in the, Joe, Joe yeah, won think... his heat race. Skinny Seth won his heat race. Yeah. Uh, former guest of the program, Jeremy Davis won his heat race. He and, did. Uh, yeah. And uh, your, your sister, Bobbert. Uh, she won the B main. Oh, right. hot yeah. Carl here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it literally, I heard she was the B main hero. Yeah. Literally, all of us in our little group that were standing there won at least a heat race that day, right. or something. That's uh, what I hang my hat on in charity go kart races. I raced in eight, eight or nine charity go kart race events, and I at least won a heat race every single time. Solid. Part of why I didn't want to come out of retirement for this one, because I really <laughs> didn't want to break that streak. But, hey, if you guys all won heat races, I guarantee I probably was going to win one, too. Uh, probably. Wait. I'm a, heat, I'm, a heat, <laughs> wait, I'm a heat racing son of a bitch over here. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, all full in effect on the heat race hero card, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, like Hot Carl has the B-Main stickers, I think yep. we need to come out with heat race hero stickers. For sure. For sure. I think that I'll get happen. I'll get designing that. Yeah, I think we can do that. Hot uh, Carl here. <laughs> Hot Carl chesses. Uh... Yeah, so then, then feature time. Well, so this is the shitty part about making the race on the first time out. You <laughs> then wait for four fucking time. hours before you ever race again. Just Have you ever done the Oxford 250? Because it's the same. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we because we all made it in the first time around, and then there was fucking two B mains for everything. and then The kids race. The kids race. And, then and we got to charge the batteries. Kids B main, charge the batteries two or three times, I think it was. So it was... We were done heat races, or the uh, us collectively were done maybe 10, 30, 11. Oh, yeah. And we didn't hit Easy. the track again until 3, 30 or 4, something yeah. like that. Hope you guys stretched okay. before the feature. It's I a lot, napped. It's a lot of downtime. I napped a lot, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was very sore from just standing up the whole entire time. I couldn't <laughs> feel my feet. Did you have racing shoes on? Yes. No. You didn't? That's good. Because you know what is the least comfortable shoes in the world to do anything other than sit and drive a race car on is race car shoes. <laughs> I'll take one hundred and one percent of the time that is accurate. Um, yeah, yeah. So then the the features finally came around. Bradley was the first one up. Yes, and you yep. started. Yeah, so they they had us invert, and I went up, and the whoever won heat heat one, whatever, drew the pill or the piece of paper. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was the it was who whoever was on the pole the for each race up drew the note, drew yeah. the redraw every time. Yeah, so I was sitting there and I was pissed because I didn't want to be on the pole because I knew that there was going to be carnage going into turn one. So I was like, ah, it'd be really neat if I started, you know third or fifth and so you could cause the carnage yes in one. exactly right. so I, I well i didn't need to I, I went in i went in and grabbed three so i started third and three for uh, Dale. the yes three for Dale. the guy behind me was like forcing me into the leader before we even were like half a track away from the green flat and that's, i was just like that's go-kart racing yes. for you. I, kept, I kept hitting the brakes and like my wheels would just lock up and i would just be sliding and like i just wouldn't be i mean i would still be in the back so you, that and uh, this is where you need to fight fire with fire is yeah. you also need to just floor it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well so what whoever was starting on on the pole i mean I, we went into turn three i mean turn one jesus christ and starting third the kid behind me hit me so fucking hard i hit the kid in front of me even harder <laughs> spun down the track hit the kid that was then probably starting fifth hit the kid that started fifth so hard like to the left I, I just hip checked everyone basically and i was three wide coming out of turn one we went into the next turn and i got fucking railed from behind and i, I hit someone in front of me and then i got hit from behind i got spun out a little bit i i kept it going going and i think i was second at the got time spun out a little bit yeah like well i spun out but it was like 
I spun out, but I just like spun sideways. So you and saved I, it. Well, I don't. I don't remember exactly what the fuck happened because I remember spinning <laughs> out. You got hit so hard, you were. Concussed. Yeah, I was definitely concussed. No, I remember looking straight towards the wall, but then I never restarted like worse than second. So I don't know how the fuck I got my spot back, but I guess I did. I think there might have just been a huge fucking pileup. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Is everyone wrecked? Yeah, I, I think so. I saw someone snap story. It like everybody went into a turn and like two people came out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got fucking yeah. hit. I got oh yeah 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 because I was I was third. I got hit really fucking hard and then ever like I mean we only made it two corners but ever like after that I just couldn't like I would go into the corner and go to steer and like I would have to put like extra fucking muscle into the wheel because it was not steering. It was just like I had the worst oversteer. I had to like fucking almost like turn the wheel completely around just to be able to steer. It was fucking ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I I. I got out front and I led like, I don't know, five or six laps, but I just knew Jeremy was coming behind me because there was no way he wasn't going to win. He has the track record. He's the fastest kid there by far. So home, I was like, home cooking. I kept looking, <laughs> I kept turning around. Jeremy, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think I kept, he actually has a room that he rents upstairs there. So yeah. I, I think he's I do not time. believe that you legitimately rigged your own go-kart race. <laughs> I kept, I kept turning around just to see when he was coming. And then I finally, cause I knew he was just going to punt me out of the way. He was going to full on fudge pack me. And so I, I moved Packer up. punch. I moved a uh, little Patch. bit of, little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, When we, we were coming through the S's and it was perfect. I just like washed up a little high, let him go. And then I was running second forever. And then so, like some sort of carnage happened behind me. And we got uh, talking to, they were like, we're going to take you guys <laughs> oh, I, off the track. I was going to say you were in the it race where everybody not, got a pee pee slap. Yeah, right at the it beginning. would not be a charity indoor go-kart race. If at one point during the day, and this happened every year at the DT 100, if somebody didn't come on the racetrack and go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing that really that we really did well was that Charlie and I both got the black flag at some point in our race. That's fitting. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, right, it was a pointed one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right before we It's the Black Flag podcast. Every fucking week. <laughs> right, right before we got a stern talking to, I got hit so hard from behind because I could not like steer through any of the corners and I got hit from really hard from behind and the kid tried to pass me on the inside and I just shoved him so hard into the wall and i knew that i was going to get black flagged when i came back around and we did and then they all wrecked behind me and so they actually like red flagged it and they were like we're going to take you guys off the track and i'm sitting there in second like please please do it because like i'm not going to finish here i know that for sure and uh yeah i just you know i tried to hang on but i the thing was fucking terrible and so i i finished third i i got my score sheet uh, like the timing sheet after the fucking race i had the second slowest lap i ran a 27 2 it's all about that full, track position baby a full <laughs> second slower than my heat race and skinny seth who also won his heat race was even slower than i was so <laughs> yeah just it was it was a disaster yeah. basically in my race uh but anyway brad you got third yeah right? p3 put her on the podium yep yep so he got a plaque so now the pressure was on for russell and i to at least bring home some sort of hardware for the 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 medium race that we were in uh we did the invert too i think they inverted top six yes something yeah. like that yeah because yeah, uh so i was gonna start Zach nicholson was on the pole i was gonna start second but i ended up starting fifth that makes sense right that makes sense yeah should uh, inverts are the dumbest fucking thing in all forms of motorsports correct redraw or don't do anything at all yes i fucking hate inverts i i agree i like to 100%. the point that last year, like in a driver's meeting at Star, we were talking about like with the supers, and I'm in the back going, "Fuck inverts! Yeah. Do a redraw! At the, least give me a chance that if I qualify on the pole, that I can redraw the pole." Exactly. That means you're basically if you tell the field that there's an invert, you already know when you're leading the heat race that I'm at a disadvantage. Correct. 
No, the the, the shitty. Sorry, I like, didn't mean I, to I, there, no, but I I 100 agree. I with ran Bobby my because... fastest lap time all year last year on week two, and I won the heat race. And Jeffrey Battle won his heat race, and then they're like, oh, invert, and we started 11th and 12th, and I finished 7th, and I'm still mad. <laughs> but uh, no, I I 100 agree with Bobby because my race car got destroyed one night at Lee USA Speedway at Oktoberfest because they decided to invert the top 12 starting positions of uh, the limited sportsman race or whatever it was, and this guy who would qualified in the back for a reason is now starting the with race a, with a Thursday thunder car and roasted the tires and wrecked like 15 <laughs> cars. I, I think Bobby was there, I think. And yeah, saw but it. that's what makes the Oktoberfest <laughs> great. Yes. And that's why I haven't been racing in it the last few years <laughs> as, a, as a spectator. Um, big fan. Yeah. No, anyways. love it as a spectator. I didn't mean to derail that to you totally, uh, but I think I did. It happens. Uh, so anyway, uh, medium race goes out. Russell and I are under full pressure now because Brad's going to have a plaque to bring home with him. We need a plaque now. I have right, to have one. Right. Have to have it. Don't want it. Have to have it, though. Um, so, uh, again, I started fifth. Rusty started third right in front of me, and he's talking the whole time. He's like, you're going to fucking ruin me the first corner, aren't you? I was like, eh, probably. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> Nice. Uh, so we go into the first corner, and mayhem happens in front of us. And Rusty and Zach Nicholson, because Zach Nicholson started on the pole, he, they're, they're gone at this point. Speed. I'm side by side with this guy who was, I think, 87 years old. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. Had a long braided beard uh, down to about his nipples, and you can see it hanging out at the bottom of his helmet. He was side by side with me coming out of the S's, and he just drove me into the, the, the side thing like you did to that feller in your race. Yes. But it was the beginning, so I don't know why he was upset with me. Yeah. Uh, so at this point. you're red. It makes sense. Um so I kind of like gather my thoughts and um, like Dan said, it wouldn't have been a charity go-kart race if I didn't have to pay somebody back by the end of it. Right. Uh, so uh, I filed in at fourth or whatever. And like I said, R- Rusty and Zach were gone at this point and I'm just trying to at least hunt this guy back down to get third. And I get to him with like four laps to go or so. And I did the, the word that Bobby was almost said earlier to the guy and uh, just <laughs> punted him out of the way. Oh, yeah. Shipped him. Shipped yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, And uh Spun him completely around. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Not and, like uh, my half spin around. Like completely. No, no I'll This guy up. was facing the other way. I'll, I'll own Brad up to it. Brad saved it. This old buddy didn't save it. <laughs> I'll own up to it for sure. I, I moved the fella. If there was a if there was odds on out of the three of you, who would do that? You are the odds on favorite, like I appreciate by that. far. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, moved this fellow right out of the way and uh, got up to third. And I, I hunted Zach down. Like I got to his bumper at the end. And I think if I had another lap or so, I might have got second. But uh, Rusty won it, which was cool. And then Zach got second. I got third. And uh, we go to do the the picture thing afterwards uh, while we're doing the the with the plaques or whatever on the podium. And I get up on the third spot. Rusty goes to get up on the first one. I go to give him knuckles, like, good job, buddy. Walks right by me. Left me hanging. What a yeah. stiff. What a prick. So yeah. I bag tagged him right on the oh, podium. In front you, of now, now that makes you nope. the loser here. No, 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 no. It was Rusty's fault. But uh, no, it was a good time. Uh, all sorts of stuff happened, and we all had uh, stuff to bring home. Yeah. So uh, in total, uh, we all raised. Uh, I have the number here if I just didn't fucking exit out of it. Joe Bell wanted to <clears throat> nominate himself as a weapon of the week because he won this heat race and then laid an absolute fucking egg in the feature and finished last. So, yeah. Was, was he in my race? No, yeah, I think no. He, oh, or was uh, he in the fat kid race? Was Nathan Barth in your race? 
because he said him and Nate had a fuck of a battle for last place. I think he might have been. I so think, might he, have been I think he was in my I race. I think yeah. he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, we. That raised. makes sense. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> for those wondering, Joe is like my size, and Charlie is his size, and they were in the same weight class. <laughs> yeah, so we were uh, able to raise yesterday eight thousand eight hundred seventy-nine dollars, uh, and thanks to thanks to tandem payments, he actually had rounded that up to eighty-nine hundred dollars, and then big uh, spender that tandem payments. Guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, and then an anonymous donor donated a hundred dollars to make it nine thousand dollars total, which is fucking wild. Burp. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Good, good <laughs> for Jeremy. Uh, yeah. No, that's pretty wild for the inaugural event of a charity go kart race. To Absolutely, race that much yeah. money the first time around. Oh, so I can man. only imagine how much the second time is going to be uh, if he chooses to do so, which I assume he will uh, this time next year. So. Good for him. Good for the uh, event. Hopefully that goes strong. Yeah. And, uh, for uh, yeah. for all those wondering at home, the go kart race is not the reason why I was famous this week. No. There's a uh, there's a whole nother reason. <laughs> oh boy, is there! <laughs> and let me. Let's just say I was really bored at work. Bring it up. Let I him. Saw, oh, <laughs> hold on. No. G C O E. I had the spot saved. What we should have named the Beep. podcast. All right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Hmm. I can, I can read one if you're looking. I, okay, I've got one. Okay. This is my favorite one. Definitely Bottom of the Barrel oh, by Bsauce96. <laughs> I like the Bottom of the Barrel thing. Because, I said earlier, I think that's probably what we should have named the podcast. You're welcome. You know what it is? It's the Barrel of the Pappy Van Winkle. That's what it is. One last bottle of all the strong stuff that nobody really wants because <laughs> they can't afford it. Good to the last drop. That's right. Out of all the racing podcasts out there, this one is for sure the worst. Turn your time devotion elsewhere, whether it's DJD, DBC, GCOE, so many damn acronyms, <laughs> or the new Barstool Show. Well, thank you, Bsauce96. That's Brad. Yeah, You're GTFO. welcome. GTFO. <laughs> we got one star. That was not nice. Uh, KMA. Another one star from E-Man5. We don't care about him. So, so that was the Sunday Money Podcast with Corey LaJoy and that other guy in that broad. Yeah, we uh, we talked, we touched on that. <laughs> I fucking know these people. Well, I don't listen, intro. I don't listen to their show. <laughs> intro. Yeah, we talked. That's about the most amount of their show I've ever listened to, and I've listened yeah. to that one minute clip about eight times. We yeah. talked about this last week of how shitty their production is. It blows my fucking mind that that's an MRN podcast and that the audio an, quality is so an shitty. Audio network, mind yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and as I held up a Bluetooth speaker to a microphone and to it sounded, play that on, and it sounded better. <laughs> it, it probably sounded better. No. Their quality sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, I, I went to. I was listening. I was at work listening to uh, Two Bears One Cave, Tom Skerr and Burt Kreischer. Is that T B D C D D B? Yes, yes. Whatever um, acronym you were, yeah. you were rattling off. There. Acronym Brad. Yeah, no. And so someone had messaged A-B. you. A B nineteen. Someone had messaged you saying he doesn't know that, what we're talking about. That uh, they yeah. Scott know, Tapley messaged me and said your your boy Brad. Uh, like, uh oh, what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I made it. Well, he said, you know, they they talked about him on on their podcast Sunday Money, and they named the show after me. Actually, it was called the the one the one about the the bottom of the barrel. Whatever the fuck they they named named their their episodes like it's a friend's fucking yeah. So so what I was what I was they named their episodes like we name ours. They rip something out of what they talked about and make that the title. I went to go switch. No, they're all named like the one about something like a friend's episode. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Correct. They deserve a one-star review. <laughs> I went to go switch my podcast from Two Bears, One Cave to Sunday Money, and the fucking 
audio quality was so sh- like I literally had it probably because ha- I wear AirPods at work. Not no, not a big deal. Not to flex on anyone. I'm but say weird flex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, so I was listening. My headphones to- still plug into my phone. Can you believe that? Holy oh, shit, loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the audio quality was like probably I was at like half fucking volume for the two bears one cave. I literally had to crank the the volume on Sunday money and still couldn't even hear what they were saying. I had to replay it like 10 times to figure out that they were talking about me. Um, yeah. So basically I was just really bored at work and two shows ago, it was the first ever Sunday money show I'd ever listened to. And the whole entire show, he's just shitting on glass case of emotion. That's GCOE. Just way easier to not type that all out. And what, what is that? Glass case of emotions, Ryan Blaney's podcast with, uh, Kim Coon and Chuck something. Charles something, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah, so that's that's put on, like, actually, I think by NASCAR, I want to say. But, uh, yeah, whatever. And then Dale Jr. Download and uh, Door Bumper Clear. And uh, the Michael Waltrip podcast. So they actually had said... They were talking like so much shit about Michael Waltrip, and I'm a big Michael Waltrip fan. He's just yeah, but his podcast like, fucking sucks. I, well, I yeah, I listened to I listened to fucking his show too, but it's I mean, there it's hit or miss, and it can be better than Sunday Money. I, I will say that um, <laughs> the bar is low. Yeah, and, and but no, they they literally were saying that like Michael Waltrip needs to retire, and like he's all wa- like he shouldn't be on Fox anymore. And I was just sitting there like, why are you fucking ripping on everyone in the industry? The, like th- the thing with that I have about that is that it's like I I I like I. I don't know if I still do or not like Corey LaJoy, but like, who is he to say these things? Yeah. Like, what, I don't, have, what has he done? I've never really, like, this, from what I've heard of him over the years, this, like, the way this show is, like, it's he's always been like, his shit doesn't stink. Really? Yeah, yeah I've been, I, I. But it's like, who, like, what have you done? Who are you to say anything negative or positive about anyone? Like, right, why right. does like, your What is Michael Waltrip doing that bothers you so bad? Yeah. Does he not stop and talk to you? Probably not, because you run 33rd every week, but. It's fair. Yeah, like I, I, I had heard so much about his show, and I had run out of all the racing content to listen to. So I subscribed. I listened to one episode. He shit on everyone in the industry. He was saying like, you know, this is like what we were talking about last week when I said Barstool. Like they, he said he was the Barstool was getting paid to go to NASC to the NASCAR events, and they don't, you know, they don't really know what they're talking about. And it's like, we, I mean, if you fucking got into the into nascar two years ago you're not going to know everything about what you're talking about but dave knows like a pretty solid amount if you listen to his show like he's definitely not an expert by any means but and that that's kind of what bugged me is that they pay to sponsor cars like it's that's a lot of money so yeah they get paid to go to nascar races and and promote the sport but it's not like they're profiting if if they're profiting anything it's not that much they're also giving back to the same sport that exactly that is paying them exactly so. so i was I was just, I was kind of annoyed by Corey LaJoy and I was really bored at work. And, you know, once you scroll through Twitter too many times, you have nothing else to look at. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to. It was pretty funny too that I I told everybody in the, my, the college group chat that I'm in that day, you know, Brad got called out on the Corey LaJoy's podcast and they all listened to it. Like Corey LaJoy has a podcast. So they're all like, where do I need to listen to it? So I don't have to listen to the rest of it. And they were just talking about how much trash the, like the whole rest of the show was. And I gave him it, and it was that would, I don't know. It was just pretty funny how everybody just has the same consensus. On an unrelated on note, I send <clears throat> these two the the uh, the timestamp. Scott sent me the timestamp, and um, the episode's fifty nine minutes and thirty five seconds, and the timestamp is fifty six thirty. Charlie's like, uh, I'm only seeing about fifty five minutes worth of show here. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know what potato you're listening to podcasts on, but me and Brad's definitely say 59 Yeah, minutes. mine said like 54.06 or something like that for the whole episode. 
<laughs> but like it was still the last like two minutes that they yeah. talked about it so i don't know what the fuck like is missing intro <laughs> get cut out or something i don't know I mean, it was on spotify for whatever that's worth i'm assuming you didn't listen to the rest of the show to find <laughs> no. out <laughs> no yeah correct yeah i just i don't know i i was just bored and i was kind of just trying to like troll them i meant to put the i meant to put black flag podcast at the end just to fucking throw everyone off but i figured they wouldn't read it if i actually put black flag podcast because then they would because th- they've obviously never heard of it before so i, I we don't know that uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think we do. <laughs> We've been on a cup car before. I mean, true, true. true. Corey LaJoy has battled with the Rick Ware racing cars for thirty third. I know <laughs> that's cheap. You know that's a solid point. <laughs> yeah. That's a solid point. And probably saw the back of the car that we're yeah. on. Right. Uh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. So also, that happened. So uh, I think the the biggest controversy at the beginning of this week was the the single oh lug wheels God. in NASCAR. Controversy. Yeah, everyone was all up in arms. It um, makes me want to throw up the <laughs> the amount of energy that people put into being so pissed off about a goddamn lug nut. It's not stock. Well, dipshit. Neither is a full tube chassis with a Ford and Toyota. Don't make V8s. But right. <laughs> Got those in cup cars. You have plastic bumpers and stick-on headlights and a car with one seat on it, and you're going to be pissed off. Show, show me one Toyota Camry that has a five-on-five bolt pattern. Yeah. None. <laughs> I'm waiting. With, <laughs> a, with a V8 in it. <laughs> right. I, 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 and one seat. Just one. Just one. Yeah. With, most, an, with an oil tank inside the car with yeah. the, <laughs> the driver. <laughs> Can't have one lug nut because it's not stock. Yeah, well, neither is any fucking thing else, you buffoons. <laughs> Just, there was They're so, so many dumb. fucking... People are so stupid. Stupid teams. Like, even if that is something that genuinely bothers you, like Dale Jr. said, just pick your battles. Yes. Like, that doesn't yes. matter. I had this in that my That doesn't fucking well. matter. The, the one thing I am curious about, though, so they're going... They're, the, the big reason for it is that the next gen or gen 7 car, they're going to an 18-inch wheel. For whatever reason, the best course of action to make an 18-inch wheel are these aluminum alloy wheels that they put on the next-gen car. With those wheels, it's much harder to do a five-bolt bolt pattern to actually get it tight because if you lose, if you leave a aluminum or like a uh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? A cast aluminum wheel loose, it's gonna shatter. It's not just gonna wallow itself out like the quarter-inch stick, thick fucking steel wheels that they have now. So that's the reason why they went to the single lug nut deal. But who, who gives a fuck? Why does it matter? Indy cars, yeah. Formula One cars, <clears throat> even super modifieds, the indoor midgets that sprint cars. Yeah. Like it's but, but, a lot but, of things. But, but those cars aren't stock. Yeah. <laughs> Neither are the five star yeah. panels that are all over the stock cars. Yeah, I actually was Correct. on my way here and I got passed by a Toyota Camry with a six hundred horsepower and a big ass spoiler. <laughs> yeah, on with an road. eight inch spoiler on the back and their a headlights quarter of an inch off on the because they're stickers. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> see it coming. With one windshield, the only reason I saw middle. it coming was the splitter was dragging on the roads, and I could see the sparks. So <laughs> the roof flaps deploying as it goes down River Road. Yeah. Oh man, God. <clears throat> so, the, so yeah, that's yeah. Where, the only thing I'm curious about is seeing if those wheels actually break on their own. But probably not. I mean, I imagine not. they're probably pretty strong. Yeah, like no different. Like, like no, it was an yeah. IndyCar, Formula One. What uh, what Dale Jr. was talking about when he was talking about the picking your battles thing was NASCAR released a fan survey. Um, trying to, you know, figure out where fans want the the number on the door uh, or the another, panel. another one that's this, just nauseating. This is this one. I, like if I had to pick between the two, this is what Dale Jr. said yeah, as well. It, die on know, this hill. Yes. Yeah. 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 I will. Die and when on I this and when hill. I say it's also nauseating, it's nauseating. Not that everyone's all up in arms. It's the other way around. Like, how do you think the like? Okay, it's twenty twenty. We don't need numbers on our race cars. We really don't. No, but. The number is like your brand, your identity. It's more yes. for the driver. Yeah. 
So you want to take it and make it a quarter of the size that it used to be and like put it on the back window or something? Yeah. Ugh. The, <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing to me about the whole number deal is that the same people that are pissed off about single lug nut wheels are almost in favor of like changing the number around, which yes. 100% contradicts what you were just saying in terms of we're taking all the tradition away from the sport and this, that, the other thing. Well, uh, to be uh, fair, you know, when you do go to the Toyota dealership, they have numbers stuck to the windshield. So, you know, that is stock. <laughs> yeah. That might be the price, not the I car just, number, just, but you get it. I just, I don't, I don't want to see a number 45,999 out there. 0% APR coming down the back stretch. <laughs> 36-month oh lease on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you thought not, you uh, thought letters were bad at the end of the number. This guy has a fucking comma in yeah, the middle of it. The money <laughs> sign in the front of the it. 0% APR. <laughs> that might be my next race car number. <laughs> a letter, a symbol, and a, and a uh, whatever the stupid show called you. And, you know, what, what are those? Acronyms? Acronym. Acronym, Acronym uh, Brad. Yeah, yeah. yeah AB. <laughs> AB19. Uh, uh, no, uh, that's got to be the episode 55 number. 0% APR down the back stretch. <laughs> For sure. With 36 month lease closing in. Yes. Yes. Uh, what else? <coughs> uh, oh, yeah. Billy me. wrecked that car too, didn't he? Yeah. Spun around. Yeah. yeah. Everybody well, no. thought that he destroyed it. It's like he didn't even touch the wall. Breaking news. He crashed it. It's like he. Like made some smoke. Yeah. No, no. So what actually? He, I, I saw. Well, what were you gonna say? Where were they? California. They were. They were he like at, stayed back in yeah, California. They, California. And what I didn't yeah. they stayed for no, two days. Not a party. We keep it rocking. <laughs> they stayed for two days. Rip I guess Tupac. the first day. I think I assume oh. it was well, must have been Monday and Tuesday, right? Uh, Monday there was a tweet that was going around that said Billy wrecked the test. Uh, get the car in the test. I believe it was two days at least. I don't know. There was people were posting about it all day Tuesday, yeah. and there was posts about it on Monday. So I assumed it was. Well, there was a tweet that went around that said that he wrecked in the test on Monday, and, and then, it was and it was like a private NASCAR test too. So yeah. obviously, there's not cameras around. There's not. Well, then the kid came out and he was like, "Sorry, I got false information. This didn't happen. Blah blah blah. Whatever." So then I wake up Tuesday, and then everyone's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he wrecked it. He definitely did. So then, like, you know, Tuesday goes on and Wednesday goes on and there's pictures and there's videos of him wrecking it. And, you know, you watch him go into the corner and he goes you know, pretty far away around the corner and he's down on the bottom and he just gets loose, washes up the track. Didn't hit the outside wall, but I watched an interview of him earlier uh, this weekend, I think talking to Bob Pockris, and he was like, yeah, didn't make contact with the... Uh, with the outside wall, but went down and hit the inside wall pretty hard. So apparently he did actually wreck it. Oh. Yeah. Whoops. Which. Because I just saw the video of him losing it come off a of turn number four, and it looked like he, like, gathered it back up and just went down pit road. So yes. I don't. I, oh, I didn't. brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and ruined the test car. And I didn't, I didn't know he actually hit the inside wall. but Yeah, now that I put two and two together, like him saying he hit the inside wall in the video that I watched, like, fucking la earlier this week. I don't know how he hit the inside wall. Yeah, that's a pretty did... far distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he was like banging the wall down, like coming down to the corner and spun out. Right, and that's like a solid. Like the track itself is seventy feet wide, plus you have a pretty solid apron, plus the pit road, plus wherever the wall is. I so think that... they just built it on a big tarmac. But yeah, excuse like, me. I think California is just a big tarmac, and oh, they put yeah. a wall around yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some white lines, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
<clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, Eric Jones has added himself to the bounty. He's going to be racing a truck at Homestead. Um, somebody was, else that'll be irrelevant. Yeah, yes. exactly. I, I was trying. To Who's he driving for? James Finch and someone else. James Finch is a fucking hell of a person. Yeah, James Finch has trucks. Completely unrelated. No, no, <laughs> no he has money. I, yeah, that's oh. what I don't understand. <laughs> that makes more sense. I saw an article, and I don't, I don't remember who the first. If you don't know who James was. Finch is, do yourself a favor and listen to last week's Dale Junior download. DJD, I have not. <laughs> he. Uh, this is the only th- part of it I'll, I'll tell. You can listen to the rest on your own. Um, he owns a bar, and on the on his bar there was a plaque that had seventy eight pins in the plaque, and each pin. Um, stood for every pair of fake tits James Finch bought over the years of being a car owner. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? Oh. (laughs) Big fan. Bought a pair of fake tits. For a lady of some sort. Just like out of of the crowd? That's what you do when you have money, I guess. Said they're about the same price as a set of cup car tires. That's... If that didn't sell you on listening to this episode, I don't know what it. I don't That's know. That's incredible. Going to. I gotta yeah. have to. I yeah, have yeah, to yeah. listen to that now. No, it's fantastic. Because a set of cup car tires, it's like two grand, I think, for a set. Sounds like that's what boobies cost they're too. Like, <laughs> they're like, they're, they're something wild, like five hundred and something dollars a piece. I know that the tires, or yeah, the, tits? the tires. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're both the same. Ugh. A lot yeah, of plastic. Episode lot of fifty-five. The tires or the tits. <laughs> I think zero percent APR <laughs> coming down the, the back, back stretch is pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and we're not even halfway through the shit we have to talk about. Yeah, one thing that I will say about the <clears throat> the truck bounty is that I don't know what's more annoying: the people that get annoyed by Kyle Busch going down to race the lower division, or the people that get annoyed that everyone's excited that more people are going down to race against Kyle Busch, race against the other guys in the division. Both like, of people, those types of people fucking sucks. So. My, my favorite are the people that. Uh, claim Kyle Busch goes down to the truck to beat up on the, all the young kids uh, like a Matt Crafton or a Johnny Sauter Grand and Finger Norm Benning you know the Jennifer young guys Joe Cobb the yeah. young guys in the sport no but that's that's like that goes back on that point that I just made it's like <clears throat> people were posting all over Twitter like oh yeah now that Chase and Larson and Jones are running the truck series everyone's all excited it's like Chase, Larson, and Jones are younger than the whole entire truck series anyways. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. People but, are fucking stupid. That's why. Yeah. So, there's... Uh, this was... Wait. No, this no, was ho- weird. The Homestead thing. Yeah. Uh, Bobbert, do you want to talk about oh, your little Homestead oh deal? Oh, my well, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to try to interject this at some point, <laughs> and uh, I guess now's the time. And, of course, it's not fucking pulled up anymore. Not. But um, this is the sound of the hardest... Like, this made me... The most erect I've ever been in my life. That is the sound of a big block. Shut up. Of a big block <laughs> super modified. A big block super modified at Homestead Miami Speedway. Say that one more time. Big block super modified that we race at Star Speedway. That's Quarter a mile. Oswego Speedway. Thompson Speedway. Five eighths mile. Back in the day, they ran them at the Syracuse one mile dirt track. And that was pushing it, probably. Dad said it was pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, and now we've got a 900-horsepower, 1,800-pound race car driving around a two-mile? A mile and a half. 27-degree banked homestead. He never cracked a gas pedal. I'd, I'd be I curious if, if somebody said... I don't know said, why he would have if no, he did. No. If somebody <laughs> said that thing was going 200 miles an hour down the straightaway, I'd be like, yeah, totally. I, I probably, Even through the corner, I wouldn't be shocked. So it, was, it was Otto Sitterly, who is... Arguably the the best 
active Oswego Speedway super modified racer. And if you watch that video closely enough, you can see his balls actually dragging underneath the yeah, car. I don't know how they fit him in the car. <laughs> yeah. This guy is he's like he's a wheel man. And uh, so he's actually gonna run some Isma stuff with the wing this year. He's gonna focus on that more than Oswego. And I'm watching this video and I'm going I I'm building a a car to to race with this guy and he's I shouldn't be allowed on the same racetrack as this guy. He, he's good. That car is going to be at Oxford when I race. Yeah, I think, you, I think you need to bring that, <laughs> that car down to Homestead and test. That, that doesn't make sense. Right? Yes, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Sounds like we ought to book our uh, uh, tickets to Miami for the Isma Super Modified race. Hey, yeah. Flights are cheap now. Coronavirus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Charlie and I were talking about going to Atlanta next weekend again for six dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, round trip. You can literally go round trip out of Portland for like hundred and twenty bucks. Like sold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll if get I didn't have to work Saturday, we were going oh, for yes. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know the logistics behind it. It'd be it'd be interesting to find out like how they set that up and why they did it, and you know, because there's no chance there's going to be a race there. It sounds like they're trying to kill someone. There's absolutely, <laughs> and the car looks so stable. Just it like my car at Oswego, we probably do like 130 at Oswego, and you get halfway down the straightaway, and the wing tips over, and it's like this car is going to go right or left. I don't really know. <laughs> And that, like, this video, there's a bunch of videos going around. thing is just stable, glued, and did it fucking sound Have cool. you seen the one of, like, the full yeah, lap yeah, around? Yeah. That's pretty fucking wild because it's just full song the whole way around. It's wild to see. I can't even imagine. Like, can you, like, even if something broke on the wing or if you got turned around, if, you're, if, you're landing in. <laughs> if the wing breaks. Like, like Cuba, like, I yeah. think, if you, could, if you turn that yeah. thing around. If the wing breaks at that speed. You will, you don't even like, you're going to be in the wall so hard before you even know the wing broke. <laughs> like, it's, oh my. It, it, it is borderline dangerous. I mean, they, that uh, only borderline, borderline dangerous. Borderline, only borderline. Yeah. Well, if you had some slap dick like me with his home built fucking car in a shed, like, I wouldn't, I'd die. Like, something would fall off, something would break. But that car is like, it, the car that they've just purchased is won a zillion races. It's very well built, it's very fast. And, uh, I get to race against it somehow. I don't know how. I feel like I need to apply for a permit or something. <laughs> At least pay for a license of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah. Don't suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I knew Mike Ordway wasn't in sleep right now, I'd call him and get his thoughts about going to Miami, <laughs> oh. Homestead, Miami with a super. But I feel like he would. would love oh, that. yeah. I feel he like he would. It. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners would love that. I can't wait for Tom Brady to get traded to a different team or whatever because I'm for sure going to ask him to come back on again so he can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, our best episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, I would I'd highly suggest yeah, going was, back. That's yeah. worth your time yeah, listening to Mike definitely. for sure. Uh, yeah. So another thing that everyone got mad about on the interwebs, uh, the Daytona Speed Weeks next year, 2021, has a completely different format. Uh, they're going to be running the Bush Clash on the 3.56 mile road course, which I don't hate. I don't have any issue with it. The only issue that I, I could seem to get from it is that there's going to be like what 17 cars in the race that is a very long that, racetrack that's to a have like boring 17. road course yeah. race yeah. Yeah, yeah if it's any more than nine laps like tell me out yeah yeah, yeah. the yeah. the one thing i love it's about brutal. the the road course thing that they're gonna do with the bush clash is again same thing that we talked about earlier is the people bitching about it yeah, oh yeah. so the same they were the same people that were bitching about how much of a shit show this year's clash was right we so, can't have that. And then they do this. Well, we can't have that. So what do you want? Well, they also don't realize that the Bush Clash, it, it's going to be in this this year's car. So it's going to be Gen 6 style cars on the road course. So even if they do wreck it, it's going in the trash anyway. Then they're going to do the 500 with the, the next gen cars or whatever. So it really doesn't matter if they wreck it or not. Yeah. Um, two, people seem to forget pretty often that Daytona actually used to be a road course. 
before they, they built this. Well, it used to be beach sand. Well, that's, but, but it, yeah. there was not. A they circle. should have done it on the beach. That, that would be. Neat. <laughs> oh, be fucking neat. That would have been sick. But the, they had to do it at low tide though, so they have more beach to race on. But it's the same people bitching about the num. They you know they numbers moving around or whatever. Where the Hudson Hornet that had a number ninety two on the fender drove around a beach with a right hand corner. So it's fine. Just continue to be stupid, I guess. But just one, just one guy. That's fine. Just one. Yeah. Leave the leave the numbers on the door. <laughs> yeah, um, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Zero yeah. percent uh, AVR down the back. <laughs> Thirty six months, please. Goes into turn number four. Oh, sounds boy. like a horse race. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, zero money down. Coming <laughs> out of turn two. There's. We're at the quarter mile. Here comes zero percent APR by thirty-six month leases. Coming back on the high side. They're at the three-quarter mile now. <laughs> buy a nose. It's zero percent APR finance. <laughs> so do you guys want to buy a horse? Yes. <laughs> Those are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the speed week schedule changed. So the the Bush Clash is now on Tuesday, uh, February 9th. Wednesday is going to be Daytona five hundred qualifying. Uh, Thursday is going to be the duels. Uh, still, I believe. Yeah. And Friday is going to be the truck race, and then everything else is the same except the Arca series, uh, Arca Menard series. Sorry, 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 Menards. Uh, it's going to be Saturday as well, and, uh, and yeah, I mean that just makes it really easy. More to me, that really makes... fucks New Smyrna. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> to me, that makes more sense. And if I'm New Smyrna or Volusia or Bubba Raceway Park, whatever, I'm probably going to adapt to that schedule a little bit to schedule it either the week before or the days leading into or the days following. Yeah, race so that, at eleven in the morning, like everyone's there. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the, the thing the thing that Speed Weeks typically entails is that you go down for like two weeks. You're down there. You go to the the Arca race and shit, and then you're there for a few days, and you go to Volusia and you watch that, or you can go to New Smyrna and watch all that stuff, or. The week before, you can go to Bubba or East Bay or whatever, and then kind of make an make an event out of it. But if the Daytona schedule now is literally Tuesday to Sunday, you're not going to want to lose half your crowd if you just keep. Uh, well, I don't know how much time you really lose because Arca raced Saturday nights, <clears throat> so the Saturday night before, if people were going to go watch the Arca race, then they, you would lose those people anyways. Sunday was well qualifying, I guess, so you'd be able to go to whatever racetrack you want to go to, and now you you have saturday free you have sunday free tuesday if you want to watch the clash on the road course with three and a half cars okay wednesday you're still gonna be able to go because it's qualifying um and then yeah thursday and through the rest of the weekend people wouldn't have been going anyways right really so um yeah i mean realistically it only affects them one or two days but yeah i would definitely adapt and try to move everything back a little bit um but yeah i mean it it really condenses everything down so if you're going to go down for speed weeks you have some next year if you do it next year which i think we're i think talking about for sure but if you do it next year you have something to do every day there's something at least one thing going on every single day as opposed to years past where you have literally like a week of downtime before something cool happens again so yeah I, i don't hate it no, speaking of Florida racing, I guess this is a good segue. Well, not a good segue, but a segue to uh, rest in peace, David Rogers. Uh, he was yes. a staple in Florida super late model racing. Um, did he might have won a snowball derby? I, think he I did. don't know. Yeah, very good there. Very good at New Smyrna. Um, he just raced in this year's snowball derby too. Yeah, he, oh, he got diagnosed okay. with cancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I guess ignorant to me when I saw he was back racing, I'm like, oh, that, you know, good for him. He's okay. And uh, yeah. I guess he was good enough to race a few more times before he passed. He passed away today. Yesterday. Yeah, I believe it was today. I think I saw it today. Yeah. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Very unfortunate. So rip him. 
Yeah, so I think that brings us right into uh, the racing this the, weekend. The NASCARs this weekend. So the Xfinity Series. I take uh, it nobody watched the ARCA race Friday? <clears throat> no, no, I watched. I think I probably watched a collective like 15 laps. So I Not saw really. two GIFs on the internet. One was they were four wide under yellow, and the other one was a 12-year-old crying wearing sunglasses while it was dark outside. That was Ty Gibbs. Yeah, so Ty Gibbs had the uh, all oh. basically. <laughs> what? Basically, uh, what he I brought a gathered. cup. He brought a cup car to race against a bunch of late models in Phoenix. <laughs> yes, and yeah. still managed to lose. Oh, yes. Yep. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so he was crying. Uh, but he was crying because he didn't win. Legitimately. Yeah. So he, uh, from what um, I gathered of the like, that's three. I don't, I don't know if anybody knows anything about racing, but you lose. Way more than about ninety nine point eight percent of the time you lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, per, per, buckle up, kid. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For, from what I gathered from like the thirteen laps that I watched, he was leading all of them, and then there was like a, you know, green white checkered. Everyone wrecked at the end, and somehow he got shuffled back, and whatever. Chandler Smith went on to win the race, and that's why he was crying because he didn't win. Got out of the car. It's dark outside. Got out of the car and put his sunglasses on because he was crying. He didn't want people on TV to see it. But then that's what he told everybody because people were roasting him for putting his sunglasses on. So it's like, well, why didn't you just cry? If you're going to admit to crying, just cry. What is he, 13? This 14? kid, like, <laughs> Kyle Busch must have been, like, 17 and knocked up Joe Gibbs' daughter or something. Because this kid is, like, <laughs> he's driving a Monster Energy number 18. He is the biggest fucking wine bag, like, I've ever. Yeah. I've always seen this kid's face twice. And the last time was at uh, New Smyrna, and he... Just I suck. The car sucked. This is unbe- This is a un- can't have this. It's like you yeah. finished third out of like twenty eight cars. Yeah. Bud. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you finished third. He said. It was but I guess like- I understand if you have if you bring in a cup car to race the late models, you probably should win every week. And yeah, and un- unacceptable to be on the podium. Yeah. Well, well fuck I, me. I, I, guess. I guess we didn't do good this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you should have cried. Right. Yeah. I did. But <laughs> that's beside the point. But Brad just wakes up crying in the morning. Oh, oh yeah. God, <laughs> so Ty Gibbs is my weapon of the week. That's fair. So onto my weapon of the week. Holy fuck, Daniel Hemrick sucks. Xfinity um, racing. Yeah. Bush cars. The Xfinity series. So Daniel Hemrick has had himself one fuck of a last like year. Um, yeah, it goes to a cup car. Kind of almost a little bit outperformed Austin Dillon last year. But barely. Got, yeah, but barely. Definitely. Got kicked out of his cup car. Is went, getting absolutely outperformed yeah. by Tyler Reddick. Yes. Went out. Like tenfold. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get yeah. Well, there's not really really much to get into, but we'll get into that later. But he went in. He dropped down to the Xfinity series, and by God, does he fucking suck? He, <laughs> he I think he's raced three races so far, maybe. And I've seen him wreck twice at least, and both times were his own doing. And yesterday he spun out at Phoenix, which is a flat track, and I've seen a lot of people spin out at Phoenix. Generally, what you do is you hold the brake. As you wash up, you just, you know, maybe barely kiss the wall. Well, Daniel Hamrick spins out, punches the gas, and goes down. This is off a restart, too. So he backed up, like, just pinned the gas, went down the track, and hit, like, four or five other cars. Smoked Joe Graff Jr. Oh, well, no one <laughs> no one hated to see that. But, no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what he was thinking. He, he had a long, long post on on Twitter, which he seems to do a lot now after he Mark does. Martin quoted it and was basically like, you're trying too hard. Yeah. But you just settle down and drive the race car. Cause he's a, he's a talented race car driver, but 
Yeah, I that's mean, probably one you want to listen. Things to. aren't looking good for old Daniel Hemrick these no. last six months. Well, whenever when he ran the twenty one car, I I don't think I ever heard anyone say anything negative about him. He was solid. He was always there. He was he relatively never, competitive. There was nothing negative to say, but there really wasn't anything positive to say either. Well, right? he was, he was yeah, he was there. always there, but he never won. It was kind of like Brandon Jones, who actually ended fuck, somehow fucking won past Kyle Busch. Yeah, just drove right around Kyle. Yeah, Bush. like and he then was Kyle stopped. faded at the end. But yeah, and this was and. I don't know if you've listened to 54 episodes of the Black Flag Podcast. I've had fun um, shitting on Brandon Jones because he's raced for, like, six years. He's raced, like, uh, over 140 races in the Xfinity Series in championship-level equipment. He has two wins. Uh, His first win last year was literally because everyone else wrecked. Everyone that was good wrecked. This win, I was sitting on my couch like, wait a minute. Am am I going to have to stop with this? Because that was fucking wild. Like, he just he passed Keselowski and Kyle Busch to go on to win the race. I was like, I... eh." Seem to finally huh. figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Because he's because he he drove for what Childress. Yeah, you're, you're in the thirty three for like two or three. And now he's been in Gibbs stuff and, for yeah. two or three years. Well, I, I, yeah, I think he yeah something like that. And now it's finally figured it out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took him hundred and forty three yeah. starts, but he's yeah he's I, finally coming around. I don't know. know if he like is a Menard of some sort or if he. I, I feel like like blow, Ream. He had something to do with that or... Ream that used to be on like Kevin Harvick's yeah, thirty three truck and all that. Like he had. He used to run super late models down south, and they were all Ream 33. Well, Ream sponsors uh, Christopher Bell now in the Christopher Cup Bell, Series. Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, I looked up, and his dad has something to do with Menards. Like, Interesting. Yeah. So, Makes sense. But I, I do think he does get sponsored by Ream here, here and there. But, yeah, and then uh, we had Dylan Bassett tried to fight Brandon Brown. I don't know if anyone actually watched the race. Dylan Bassett. Let that guy get out of the car. Yes. Just let him out of the car. First. Dylan Bassett went into the, the corner and pinched off Brandon Brown, so he was almost in the inside wall, and Brandon Brown got loose, washed up the track, clipped Dylan Bassett, put him in the wall, ended Brandon Brown's day. Brandon Brown's fucking the the new Jeremy Clements, I guess, because Jeremy Clements kind of fucking sucks now, apparently. <laughs> like I, I've, I put him in my lineup every single week for Xfinity, and he is either blown up or wrecked or just finished Awful every single race. It's dangerous so far. when they win one road course race. You're like, he can't suck, and right. then, they, then they do. Right. I always put him in the same category as Ryan Sieg. Now Ryan Sieg is the next fucking big thing, yeah. I guess. And Jeremy, I think Clements if Ryan Sieg sucks. was in something worth driving, he'd be all right. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of um, like so, a Ross Chastain, if you will. Yeah. So Dylan Bassett which, sucks in a Cup car. Yes. 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 yes he does. <laughs> Ross Chastain is a bit of a weapon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, brain dead Ryan Newman is going to be better than oh, Ross Chastain. Yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, he was back. Yeah. He, he was, was floating around yeah. the track. Yeah. 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 Good Newman, for him. Newman made an appearance. That was good to see. He did you watch the interview of him walking along? Yeah, everyone no. interviewing him. He, I, I did, and I kind of felt bad. It's like just yeah. let him. Just let him walk. Let but, him. Just. But he's, he's kind there. of like almost a ghost. But, like, not because, like, he shouldn't be there. So everyone's like, oh, my God, he's here. Right. Yeah. So you see him and, you know, it's whatever. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was cool to see. It was, and he it said, was kind of interesting to hear him talk about it, too, though, because yeah. he's like, it's it's the first time I've been to the racetrack for a cup race as, like, a fan ever. Yeah. Which is kind of weird to think about because he's been racing in the cup series since fucking yeah, And before he was in a cup, before he was in a cup car, he raced so much in USAC sprint cars and midget. He was, you know, in Indiana, where, yeah. are you, where are you going in Indiana to see a cup car race? Exactly. Other than Indianapolis. And if you live in Indiana, the last thing you're going to Indianapolis for is to watch fucking bunch of shit boxes race <laughs> around there. But it, it, it was kind of interesting to hear that. And he's like, yeah, for the first time, I kind of just get to walk around and see how it's done from the other side of it, which is wild if you think about it. Because yeah. he's been in the Cup Series alone for 20 years. Yeah. He beat Jimmy Johnson for Rookie of the Year in 2001 or 2000, whenever it was. Two, two or two, 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 
thought it was. Oh, two. But it was could have been three. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Bummer for Casey Atwood. You know, he lost lost out on that rookie of the year deal that year. The nineteen Dutch. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be big time. So was Stacy Compton. Yep. And Shane Meal. Yep. Shane Meal's like a he is brain dead. Talk about a potato. He is a potato now. Um. I don't yeah. know where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to just to touch on the Dylan Bassett Brandon Brown fight, I it, you got to let him get out of the car first. Yeah, he like literally swung on him in the car. Yeah. Well, what I did, <laughs> and his brother started it. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie went and yeah. started it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, didn't, I don't know. I just weapons. It was yeah. It, I mean, he was full on fucking uh, both hands just going, and yeah, then the whole family got involved. It was just it was a bad scene. My, <laughs> So my nomination for Weapon of the Week is uh, all of us at the go-kart race standing where we were at the uh, fence there because uh, throughout the course of the evening, we somehow discovered, or not necessarily discovered, but uh, stumbled across the uh, practice of shaving your asshole if you're a woman. And we were trying to figure out what. Yeah, no. Right. So I walked in on a very weird conversation <laughs> it at was, one point. It was something that we obviously you don't really think about it, right? And then all the girl the girls were talking about how it's it's something that they do and I'm trying to think of how how you do it. I went and to go, how how you would perform the duty. And I already I, heard all this and it's still just as just befuddling now yeah, as it was last night the, when you told me about this. The reason that I bring up that we are weapons is because I realized about halfway through the conversation we were sitting right next to like a nice family of three with like small children and shit. And we're all talking about shaving your multiple nice families of more <laughs> yeah. than three. There were so many kids around all of the, you I literally went fucking to go buffoons. I went to go do the urine and I came back and Charlie's like, so I have a question. And I'm thinking like, Oh, this should be good. Oh, it was, I mean, it was, it was weird. Great. It wasn't really that great, but I walked over and he's like, if you had to shave your asshole, how would you do it? Uh, carefully you didn't have you didn't have an answer <laughs> no i nobody didn't. nobody had an answer no, for i was like I, I i don't know yeah yeah i it, it, definitely do, do you get someone to do it for you i mean probably is it yeah if you're robert Kraft. <laughs> so the cup race happened oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck uh, uh, can you hit the beep this so, so the cup uh, race. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Denny Hamlin, for fucking my winning streak I had going in DraftKings. Uh, Denny Hamlin's a fucking weapon. He, he drove it in until he saw Moses and took out. Like Ryan Blaney had not, nothing to do with any of what I was going on. I saw Bradley got caught up in that too. Oh, and then he, yeah, he came back. He, and he crashed led. the worst out of three of them, but then, got the least amount of damage. And then started almost winning the race at the end. Probably yeah, would have if he had just pitted for tires like yeah. everyone else did two other fucking times. He led for so like he led for so long in that race too after he got wrecked, which was crazy. But yeah, I I was winning at one point over a hundred dollars. Maybe that's a lie. Pretty close to a hundred dollars. It was over eighty. And so I was all excited, and we had, I don't know, 12 laps to go, and Kozlowski's right up in the mix. And then they have a caution where Stenhouse and someone wrecked. Something like yeah, that, whatever. For like 30. Stenhouse yeah. wrecked yeah. himself. Multiple and times. Then, yeah, and then at one point, Christopher Bell just smoked fucking Ricky. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse doesn't drive the 17 anymore. Oh, Chris Chris Buescher, yeah. And Chris Maybe. cut a left front and stuck it in the fence. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was making a solid amount of money going in with like seven laps to go. And then there was a wreck. And Brad Kozlowski waited until there was seven laps to go. Oh, it was Ross Chastain. Ah. For the second time in three weeks, he brings out a caution inside 10 to go. Oh, that makes sense. 
fucking weapon. He's the human debris caution. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He well, Brad Kozlowski for whatever reason waited so long to pit, and then he was running third, and there was seven laps to go, and the caution had just came out, and his crew chief's like, you know, I'd be smart. We should. Yeah, we should. We should come in and get tires. There's only like 24 fucking cars on the lead lap, so Brad comes out in fucking I don't know hot I mean low 20s or high teens and there's another caution so basically he had no chance of getting back up there because they didn't run any green flag laps really they ran like two and that really fucked me out of a good performance so uh yeah fuck Brad Gislowski's crew chief I was actually that was the first time in my life I was actually cheering for Brad Gislowski because I fucking hate Joey Logano and uh yeah they really Paul Wolf is good at crew chiefing race cars yes he's pretty not bad at yeah. it yeah very very good uh Blaney also signed a, a contract again too he did contract extension, multi-year contract extension with Team Penske. He is the face of Penske. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, he, Ryan Blaney did too. I saw next year. something. I don't know if it was true or not, but Brad had mentioned in a press conference this week that he will entertain any and all phone calls to drive whatever race car next year. He did say yeah. that, and he also put to rest any retirement questions that yeah, there he's were. Not, he's yeah, like, he's well, I don't know why that he wouldn't was a thing. But. So uh, confirm Brad to the forty-eight for next year. Yeah, and Blaney the two and Cinder two as well. Yep. Yep. Yep, for sure. Lock it in. So that can we bet on that? Probably. There must be a bet on it, that. There's got to be some some bookie that would take that bet <laughs> for us. Yeah, Truex got wrecked by Almirola at some point in this oh, race. Oh, was great. Too, but yeah, that was, was great. That was pretty early. We probably should have touched on that earlier, but Jesus. He I was mean, so upset. Oh, oh no well, shit. Yeah. He's upset when other people yeah. exist around him. Never mind when a guy fucking drives right <laughs> straight through the back of him and fires him in the fence. But from what I understand, though, he like had it coming, and they had been fucking with each other all day. Yeah. But it like wasn't documented on TV. I or guess something. everything on the internet that I saw was Almirola, like said, I got him after, after yeah. it happened or something. Good know. for him. Yeah. Good yeah, for yeah. <laughs> big Eric Almirola guy here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't swear on the radio, but he'll fucking wreck you if he needs to. Oh, <laughs> fiddlesticks! Yeah, dag nabbit. It's all heck. <laughs> Gosh darn it, all the heck. I love Blaney. He gets out of the care center and he's just like, I, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I, I guess I, my got got you know taken out or whatever. Just minding and my then, business in the fourth groove. And yeah, then I got cleaned <laughs> out. I was just minding my business and then I got hit and then Truex gets out and he's like. I can drove right through me. <laughs> oh, I just drove right through me. Yeah, I don't know what it's probably. I was trying to do it a Truex impression, but I said drove, and that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it was wild seeing people actually run like the twelfth groove at Phoenix because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know that that existed. Well, they put enough fucking they, track dope down there. Like right. the the race groove is light silver, and the rest of the track is jet black. Yeah, yeah. and then you had people like running the inside wall. Yeah, on like the, the infield's a groove. Like, <laughs> Phoenix is a botched abortion of yeah. a racetrack. Like the start and finish lines in the old turn two. You can race in the infield. Like it's such a fucking mess. I, I don't love hate it. Phoenix. I don't hate it. I love it so. <laughs> It's, it's just, the only thing yeah. that sucks is that the stands are just like in the corner, and that's it. You can't it's, sit anywhere else. It's bizarre. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can sit on Rattlesnake Hill or whatever. Rattlesnake. But uh, yeah, I mean, Jesus, Tyler Reddick was fucking making Hustling. that. He was making that outside groove work there for a while, and then he, you know, he's running. He got up to third. He might have even got up to second. He was he up was, to second two different times. He was it, flying. It looked like because the I guess it's the the front stretch now, wherever that line is after the dog leg. Could I don't be. know how you would call Could whatever be. you would call that. You could, like, back the corner way up, rolling into the dope, and then you could just mat the fucking gas. And the way that the track is shaped, you, like, could carry you, you, the had, speed. you had enough room to carry that speed up off the corner and yeah. then diamond it going, like, right up yeah. off and the corner. turn left somebody. and drive through the infield. Right, and then you get right up underneath somebody. It was it was wild to watch because Phoenix never really promoted multiple groove racing until they did that. And it I, was I definitely enter- it. It was an entertaining race, and yeah. I think it's going to make a good championship venue. Yeah, I it really is, do. It is not a yeah, short track, though. 
like, God no, damn it, no, it's not. <laughs> Holy fuck. I was going to scream at the laptop. At least Jeff Gordon a... had the wherewithal to keep saying, well, it races like one, which yeah. he's not wrong. It does race like one, but it's not one because it's over a mile. Yes. A mile anyway is not a short track. I don't even really I, consider a seven eights no, to be a short track. No, like, Iowa, Iowa is seven eights. Yeah, not a which short is a track. weird size. To be fair, that's yeah. kind of a weird size. Yeah. But well, Rusty Wallace I, is weird. So you <laughs> you shut <laughs> your whore mouth. You take that back right, goddamn now. <laughs> Does he still own that place? I think he has something to do with it. He I know that he, he like designed just an, it. Yeah, initial investor. He had, and, I think he designed it. Has some sort of stake in it. It's a yeah. it's a gorgeous facility. I I know that. They're but, gonna have a NASCAR uh, modified uh, racer this year. That's gonna be wild. I just really want to see the Cup Series there. Yeah, I, that they, needs I, to be on there. There's no reason why they shouldn't race there. Right. To be honest, it's a it's a yeah, let's, Cup style. Let's scrap a, a Vegas or a Kentucky or, just or a Chicago land. Shoot Bruton Smith, and then that'd be fine. Scrap Michigan twice. Yeah, yeah. Pocono yeah. twice. Kansas. Yeah, yeah. we don't yeah. need these. Places. The only they did at least make Pocono acceptable. Like, yes. let's just bang them both out at the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> that I'm, is fair. That's a, a good point. I'm a huge fan of what they have going on there because, like, the, the Davy like, Portnoy. This place fucking the, sucks. So let's just do it in 48 hours. The and we'll, deal, don't yeah. ever have to come. The back. deal with Pocono though is that I think it's one of like three tracks on the schedule that's still like independently owned nascar doesn't own pocono is or whatever it is speedway corp doesn't own pocono it's literally just like its own thing yeah and i think it's pocono darlington maybe i think so and well beyond my realm of knowledge here Indy, I think, is another one because yeah. Roger Penske owns that now. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to go to Pocono. This it's just going to be wild. I mean, they said that they had Pocono three... is just a party weekend at that point. I mean, you're I not there already... for the the race because the heard... race is going to be awful. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I might not even go in, but well, I'll be on the infield. But I've heard that it was already a party atmosphere, and then you put them yeah. both on the what same weekend. What else is there to do in the middle of Pennsylvania? It'll probably rain. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. ride horses. It's always horse fucking rains. Fog out like fucking when Chris Busher won his first race. Yeah, fog out. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's turn the headlights on. Who? They're not real. They are <laughs> yeah. stickers. Oh. Uh, Son of a bitch. Those aren't stock headlights. In no. You sure? So I think we have a collective grinds my gears with the uh, human race. With the. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, so Logano won, and that happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was unfortunate to see. Real bummer. <laughs> Real bummer. Anything else? No. No? Uh, I guess I can actually look at my notes. We've been doing this new thing, and I actually think it's worked. Brad actually had a good idea. We have a whiteboard now. Brad actually had a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got this whiteboard that Brad like outlines the show for us, and we just keep looking at that. So well, it, it keeps, keeps us ADD fellers kind of in track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's like literally like three or four shows collectively like all of the shows before i started doing the whiteboard thing we would sit down at the table would be like all right we're going to talk about this this and then this and start with none of that weekend never yeah yeah no god no yeah it would just be a complete disaster so what do you what do you got there bradley i think we're going to bring back the old answer the internet segment while uh while bobbert's looking for his i mean if you have anything to talk about no that's it all i did was delete my notes because it's the same as your whiteboard so okay mine same so we're just gonna we're just gonna randomly give Give a couple out here. Um, oh, yikes. Uh, Are you pre-screening huh. my questions for me? <laughs> I'm pre-screening all of them. I only have five of them here that I picked out randomly, and I was going to just flip them all over, but I didn't want to like get cords in the way and shit. So Just hand up one. Just, just read one. Just okay, read so mine. Uh, poll the internet. 
which group is worse? A, the people who clap during a movie, or B, the people who clap when the airplane lands? Airplane, 10 out of 10. I didn't, I didn't even, like, I knew that's what this question was going to be after <laughs> you said movie theater and his airplane. Like, he did his job. People. Yeah. Like, your job is to land the airplane. Yeah. So, I, I could maybe understand it if, like, you think you're going to die for, like, a good portion of the flight because something's fucked up. Um, but, yeah. Wait, and wait, I don't, I've never I, seen anyone clap during a movie. Really? <laughs> no, not one time. I, you said it, and then <laughs> at, I had to, like... At the end of American Sniper, I don't... Yeah. I feel like... Everybody actually stood up for that one when I went that, that. Yeah, that didn't... That yeah. actually made me cry. Yeah. I don't yeah. think... Yeah, That's nobody clapped, but that movie. was, like... That was... <laughs> yeah. Just, right in the feels. Oh, yeah. Right in the feels. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Movie is more understandable, because it's, like, something cool happened. You're all in a room where you collectively agree that that was cool, so you clap. That's just yeah. how that works. But the plane thing, I don't understand that. Short of you, like, having turbulence for 35 minutes, and you're... The wings are about to What's fall. What's there off. to be scared about? Like, yeah. you, there's a 100% chance you die if the airplane falls out of the sky. So, what, what, what's there to be nervous about? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hurt for zero seconds. So you're just gonna die. Period. So I'm gonna take the other side of this because I've never seen anyone clap during a movie. But you've also only That's been on a fucking, plane once. Yeah, and I never no one clapped. But if they did, I don't think it would have bugged me as much. I would have been someone like, started clapping during a fucking movie. If it's in the middle of the movie, I'd be upset. But the question's at the end. Yeah. I think you're overthinking The it, people who clap during a movie. Oh, during a movie. Who claps uh, during the middle of a movie? Like, yeah, I, I had to like... What is there to clap about during a movie? I don't watch movies, so... And if yeah, I, do, I, don't, I watch I don't them by myself, movies. so... <laughs> I, I could not tell you the last movie I saw in Have you ever cinema. clapped during a movie by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, there you go. Probably not his hands, but uh, <laughs> I was trying. I'm sitting here. I was like, "How do I incorporate clapping cheeks during a movie?" <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. Netflix and uh, clap cheeks. Yeah. Uh, are you still Good. here? Someone's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you up? Good yeah. news is apparently uh, now if they ever put American, <laughs> they ever put American Sniper back in movie theaters, I'm gonna have to bring, bring in uh, sunglasses like Ty Gibbs, just in case I start crying. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Mine's pretty, I mean, generic. Would you date a hot chick who cheers for your rival team? Yeah, every yeah. time. No. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. There would be Montreal Canadiens fans are the scum of the planet, so. It's professional sports. I mean, I, we all how still obnoxious, have to go to work on How that. obnoxious is she about it, though? Although hey, I, I say I'm that. Assuming very, Bobby, I do. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to just, doesn't I'm doing a 180. I'm doing a 180. I'm all the way in. Like the Bills? Yeah, but I don't fucking hate the Bills. I like, could who, never who, date a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Never, yeah. never, never, never. Well, good thing you well, don't have to break me, date guess. Brad anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, but like literally if there was, I don't know who I hate the most. Probably honestly either Caps fans or Islanders fans just because they're annoying. Not Capitals like, fans are the worst because they, they're they very, uh, what's the word? I'm new? For it. Well, yeah, oh. one new, but two like uh, bandwagony. Yeah. If they suck, so, they're nowhere the to be found. Do the Islanders have fans? The Islanders no. have some of the most hardcore fans in the entire league. They are so fucking obnoxious. They're wild. They're, yeah. They have few, but the they, few win, are fucking crazy. They'll win seven games in an 82-game season, but they will pack the stands at either the the, they'll, they'll, the Barclays Center or the, the Nassau, Col- Coliseum. Nassau Coliseum, they, which they're going back to the Coliseum all of next year for every home game. That's smart, and I really want to go. Yeah. I've been there before. They they have some like fucking absurd chance. Like I used to go when the Islanders were dog shit and the, the stands weren't even a quarter of the way filled and they would have like chance for everything. I mean, yeah. like they, they're all collectively fucking psychotic. 
And it, it was crazy. They would win literally uh, like know, seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven's pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. This has nothing to do with what you guys are talking about other than it has to do with hockey. I saw this on the internet. I think it was a AHL or something. And once a year, this group of like 70 or 80 people, like it's a Facebook event. They all buy tickets in the same section of this minor league game, and they go dressed as referees, and they <laughs> fucking lose their mind every time there's a call. Like there'll, there'll be an ice, there'll be an icing, and they just lose it. They go ecstatic, and I'm like, I want to be a part of something like this in my life. Me too. I'm you just, all in on that. You just show up with your uh, what was the shoe store that you used to you have to wear? Oh, referee? a Foot Locker. Foot yeah, locker, you show yeah. up with your Foot Locker attire, and you just lose your shit every time there's an offsides call. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. We should start our own. We should. That, we should. See, that's so... <laughs> referee oh. night at the Maine Mariners. <laughs> yes. And we got to pick, like, the worst section, the highest seats up, the far <laughs> yeah. corner. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I'm in. I'm we'll, all in on that. We'll, we'll shoot you or guys the, the dates right. on the BFP. Or we could, we could do, like, a yellow flag club. Every time the yellow comes out, you just go berserk. And <laughs> yeah, flag man! <laughs> Uh, and if a black flag comes out, yeah. you're streaking down yeah. the middle of the stands or something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. There's, there's kids around. Uh, well, not me. Uh, but. But what are you worried about kids for? You're talking about shaved assholes in front of kids the other day. I was not. I walked you in. You were most certainly part of that conversation. I, I, I believe you actually tried to show me how you would do it. Because no. <laughs> that was really the biggest part of the question. I was I was stumped. I didn't how do know. you bend that way? You, you Do you lift uh, a leg? Uh, do you uh, slip a cheek? Am I wrong in thinking that, like, all I did was squat. There's no actual hair on oh, your no, asshole. Oh, no, apparently there is. Yeah, I mean. We confirmed it with the ladies in the room. Like, there's some taint hair. But yeah. Like, yeah, actual yeah. asshole hair. Like, on your balloon knot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's a thing. I don't know. I, I haven't examined many, like, so I don't really know. But well, To be fair, I've never either. really seen mine. Yeah. And the, the yeah. ladies have never really had... They, I guess they've already performed the act of shaving their asshole, so I've never really encountered a hairy beehole before. And well, it doesn't sound like it's a good straight razor operation because that's just dangerous. The only what reason if you need to nair it. Oh, that would, oh, that would be yeah. painful. Oh, that, that's that. No, is burn that your colon. colon. <laughs> so no, the 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 collective uh, way that we came up with is a, a butt plug of sorts, and then you just put super glue around the base, <laughs> let it dry, and you fucking yank it out. Oh, see, I, would I think not... I'd rather nair it. <laughs> See, I know for sure I wasn't a part of this conversation. Yeah, honey, because... stop me like a lawnmower. <laughs> sure fucking thing. Uh, see, I know for sure I wasn't fully invested in this conversation because I've never heard that that, that, that oh, was the solution we came to. That was uh, that was courtesy of <laughs> the weekend. Zero percent, zero percent APR down the back stretcher. Come here, babe. Stop me like a lawnmower. <laughs> That might be the funniest thing that ever came out of Bobby's mouth. I the actually, balloon knot got me. Like, the balloon yeah. knot. It was like a one-two punch right there. Oh, fuck. I dribbled a little bit. <laughs> All I'm saying is I ain't never seen hair on one of them. Well, that makes sense. If they're daring their assholes, you're not going to see the hair. But that would be less painful than the butt plug glue lawnmower performance. <laughs> I think we got to end it on that high note. Holy fuck. I got a couple more things that I just remembered from the Kane Brown show. Like, I don't need my answer to uh, yeah, that you question. Can, you can, yeah. But two things stuck out to me at the Kane Brown uh, concert that I forgot to talk about. One, um, the couple next to us were on an awkward Tinder date. Like, this girl was... Love a, it. This girl to my right 
smoke. The girl in front of me, smoke. Her boyfriend, dude, whatever. They were like being friends. I was like eavesdropping. And the guy that this, the Tinder date guy, he was beside me. Well, he disappeared for a little while. And this girl just bitched. He's so fucking awkward. He drove two and a half hours to come here. He keeps trying to kiss me. And, da, 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 da. and then she just starts like making out with the, the boyfriend of the girl in front of us. I'm like, holy Let's fuck. go, Buzzy. This, Good job. Holy <laughs> fuck. And then they just started pounding like margaritas or something. And, and then the guy comes back and I want to be like, dude, bud, you might want to just get back to where you came from because they don't like they don't like you here. And, and you're really close to me and I don't really like you either. Uh, and then the second thing, I'm in the, I go to the bathroom. I'm not normally like look at other people's phone guy. Like that's just weird. But this guy in front of me was incredibly short that I could actually see over his shoulder on his phone. And he just, had just at me next time, bro. No. <laughs> Did you send someone a dick picture? And oh, then yes. gets, and it gets better. The response was thanks for that trash. Oh, I'm like, no. I was trying so hard to like get my phone to take a picture of his phone, oh, but God. I knew I'd get caught for sure. Cause we were standing in front of the mirrors and he'd see me. And we could have like, gone viral for sure. Post that from the BFP. Like, account. This dude, oh, this no. dude sent a picture of his penis. Wasn't very big. And it, it, the response was no emojis, no laughing, fitting to just thanks for that trash. Oh, no. So oh. Uh, rest in peace to that guy, because I assume he went home and killed himself. <laughs> I've, I've never even one time understood the the thought behind an unsolicited dick pic. No. Like a girl gets it and goes, oh, I'm going to shove my phone up my ass now because that picture, <laughs> yeah. that penis is so nice. Like, I've never understood. Like, that's where like do the, you think that's going to go? Like, uh, well, okay, I, I, I know where he thinks everyone that's going to go, but the, <laughs> to everyone else just, on the internet, all of her friends, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I would expect as a response. That's, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that trash. Yeah. <laughs> wild yeah uh, if wild. you're looking for a good self-esteem boost i had so many questions <laughs> for that guy like did you just take that <laughs> we're not even in the stall yet. did you come back to the bathroom to take another one <laughs> you like, should have just started did you just oh. do that where i'm about to go because i can leave if you'd like <laughs> public service announcement uh don't have your phone out in public when you're sending dickies <laughs> like especially when you're only four foot nine and you have a six foot two fucking gorilla standing over your have shoulder you ever, have you ever had, have you ever had like a girl send you pictures or something like oh man that looks good like not th- like the picture looks good and then you start thinking like who took the picture because like you yeah you didn't take that like you i can see all of your limbs in the picture you're not holding your phone <laughs> <laughs> News flash, pal. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> that nude wasn't for you. <laughs> it's been <Whoops>. recycled. <laughs> oh, that would have been that would have been uh, such a boost of esteem if uh, Charlie. Did, I mean, if Bobby just leaned over his shoulder and was just like, "Did you just take, did you just take that?" <laughs> Buddy already had a gut punch. And then he's just getting fucking small talk from the guy behind him. Oh, it literally, incredible. Yeah. literally, incredible. <laughs> Concerts are just wild. They're just oh, absolutely man. wild. So I assume you, you get an eclectic group of people at concerts. I assume that guy and then the guy sitting next to me both went home and killed themselves. There's <laughs> no other, Christ. no other proper way to respond. Uh, this girl roasted him too, like, and she was pretty. She was very pretty, and ah, he fucking drove two and a half hours to be here. He's so fucking awkward, and, and I'm that, like, I know what <clears throat> the person I was with paid for these tickets, and that that guy paid the same, and nobody wants you here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I don't know that that would even be a good choice for a first date in general, especially if you've never met the human that you're going with. Yeah. Oh, drive two and a half hours to hang out with somebody on Tinder at a concert. Like that's rough. Short of you just like 
hey, do you want to come over and fuck on my couch? Like, I don't know where you, where do you take a, a human you've never met before in the wild? Yeah. Is know. that a dinner thing? Is that a movie thing? McDonald's? Then if you go to a movie, you're stuck for the entirety of the movie. There's no way out. This concert was also like four hours. That sounds awful. Yeah, that, that yes. wasn't bad. No, no, I mean being stuck with someone. There oh for yeah, four this hours girl was. Want this girl committed to just blacking out. Like um, she may have died too. Maybe but she, she might not have got maybe, home. I don't know. Maybe she ended up liking him by the end of the drunk. Jeez, I don't think so. Because no. it was trending. It was trending uh, downward before Kane Brown even did, got out there. Did Larry Mack bring out the trend sheets? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was guys, good. guys, I look back at the last eight Tinder days. <laughs> Imagine you go to a movie with a girl on a Tinder date and she starts clapping in the middle of the movie. Oh, <laughs> I, I would. And then tells yeah, you, I you know get... what I love is when pilots land the plane. <laughs> yeah. What? You don't clap? Or you don't even clap when pilots or land? Or when you let, rip no. my glued butt plug out of my ass. <laughs> Start me, babe, can like you, a lawnmower. Can you help me with something when we get home? <laughs> a small favor. <laughs> I know we just met, but I'm going to need you to do something for me real quick. Why does your car say 0% APR on the windows? How much did you pay for this? <laughs> Callback <laughs> jokes are so fucking hacky, but I don't care. I love them. Uh, oh, Gotta have a six pack by tomorrow. Uh, My abs fucking this hurt. Is, this has been a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Cried a little bit. Uh, do we have anything else? Channeling my inner Todd Gibbs. Uh, no, I don't think you so. You know what grinds my gears oh, a little bit? Boy. <laughs> if you follow me on twin- <clears throat> Twinder. 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 <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Twitter. I tweeted this out last night because I am so sick of people. For some reason, I've started drinking Corona Light. I don't know uh, why. It's just pretty good to me. Did you get the virus? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! Every fucking time. Like, to the point, Friday night at the Brunswick... The third person that said it, I just looked him dead in the eye and was like, I'm trying to. <laughs> like, I, I guess I want the virus. Like, it, And this is what I tweeted out was I, getting the coronavirus sounds more enjoyable than your stupid joke about getting the coronavirus I'll from just, a beer. I'll just leave. I literally felt... You should. <laughs> yeah. I, Dude, I literally do us a favor. Felt, Get the fuck out of here. I felt so bad for cor- the, the, their company. Like, they must be losing so much money because uh, people are the, so stupid. Sales are down 38%. Yeah, so I went and I bought a literally, six pack of Corona with my groceries, which I don't usually do. Literally, just, uh, like, over a quarter of their business has been lost because of this. And they've... Have you seen that well, they started I, I a petition? Them, uh, boost it back up. Did you see that they started a petition to rename it Bud Light Virus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. <clears throat> uh, there's a button for Bud Light, but I can't find it. There it is. Dilly dilly. <laughs> and there it was. All right. Uh, I think Are that's it. Um, you know what we haven't done the last two shows Uh-oh. is predict the yes. next race. Yeah. Where are they? Atlanta. I am going. Kevin Harvick won last year. Fuck right? you. That was my pick. I'm gonna go with Brad Keselowski. No, Brad Keselowski won there last year, so I'll go with Brad Keselowski. What? Didn't, I thought Harvick won. It was the first time. Did he they had, have two winners last year? They only raced once at Atlanta, I think. I right? thought. When did Harvick <clears> win? <throat> it was the first time he had won there since his first win. I uh, I don't know. I that just remember last thing. year. Remember last year? Uh, I think Brad Keselowski was sick, and Cindric had to qualify or just practice his car, and because I picked him in. Uh, there's a race pool that Bobby. If we only had know. these handheld devices that had <clears throat> infinite amounts of knowledge on them. We could right. look this up. If I only. Am, I am. Next to positive, Brad Kozlowski won last year because he was sick during practice or qualifying, and Austin Sindrick had to run his car. And then Brad came out, started like towards the back, and still ended up winning the race. I'm still going to take Arvid. Well, 
Yeah. That was going to be my pick, so I guess I'll just fall back on Brad K. Solid. Brad Kazbrewski. And they do race it Brad Keselowski won over Martin Truex, Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Clint Boyer. Huh. I learned something today. Yeah. Who do you have, Bobbert? Um... I don't know. You, you brought the second. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, my uh, my brain's telling me Martin Truex Jr., but he goes. He's good there. He is. Yeah. But fuck him. I hope he buries it in the fence. But and I'll him. go with the uh, Derek Almarola. Why not? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on seventeenth next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. We're I all... also picked him to win the Daytona 500, and uh, I was convinced he, he was going to win the 500. He he almost did that one time. <laughs> he did not. He did. He had it won <clears throat> by the backstroke. And then Austin Dillon was like, "No, no, yeah, no, 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 I want a tattoo on my ass. You go in the fence." Yep, yep, that happened. Seemed to work. So yeah, that's it. Um, like I said, going to Syracuse next week. That'll be fun. Don't know what I you guys are doing, but have to work on Saturday, so I'm that's not fun. Not pumped about that. I'm probably just going to sit at my house all day and watch NASCAR. Or go to the, probably, probably do something with the graphics scoop. I think someone said that at one point. I don't know. Solid. But, yeah. Yep, so, yep, yep. Uh, episode 55, uh, I'm Charlie, you're Brad, you're Bobby. Sure am. Just going to close it out with one quick thing. Uh, so, episode 55, it was my grandfather's number. And not I know from a racing family. Not from a racing family. The guys like to roast me about that. You um, brought it up upon yourself. <clears throat> yes. Not really. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, it's pouting. Uh, <laughs> <He's> pouting. <laughs> uh, so one quick thing about that is that uh, my grandfather raced in like the fifties ish. He raced at Norwood Arena and the Medford Bowl. He would have been the number fifty five. It was a nineteen thirty eight Ford Business Coupe. Back in that era, he was probably number fifty five because he was the fifty fifth person to register <laughs> for the race that night. He was actually the number fifty five <laughs> because he used to have like a toy pedal cart when he was little, and that was that just had a number 55 on it. So he said, if I ever do this, I'm going to be the 55. So he only raced for a handful of years, but my grandmother is known for the person that has a picture of literally everything on the planet. Like if you typical grandmother move, if you were curious to see a Polaroid of like my 13th birthday cake, she probably has it. I'm not interested, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But she hated this fucking race car so much that she refused to ever take a picture of it. So there's not one to be found. Um, so my dad never saw a picture of this. I have never seen a picture of it, but we have heard from a couple different people that they had them somewhere and just never allegedly, allegedly. So we've never seen one. So anybody listening now that we have a small fall, you know, Charlie's <clears throat> grandfather, find a picture of his race. Yeah. For him. <laughs> if yeah. He'd just, like to see it. <laughs> just a small, small group of people that listen to us. But, uh, like I said, he would have raced at Norwood arena or the Medford bowl, uh, number 55, 1938 for business. Where? Cruise. Was that in Massachusetts? Yeah, that would have been Massachusetts. I've heard of Norwood. I've never heard of Medford Bowl, though. Um, I think it's a strip mall now. Well, the most of them I think both of them are, actually. But, uh, yeah, anybody that has any information on that, he would have gone by either Chuck or Charlie um, Sanborn. He wasn't senior yet because my dad wasn't around. The III part is because Charlie's the third. Correct. Yes. So if anybody stumbles across one, I would love to see it. And that's about it. All right. Do the uh, do the thing. 